Assalamu alaikum, Adnan Akil of Bridging Gaps Foundation. Welcome to the, the podcast and webinar. Uh, really appreciate you joining us. Thank you for, for, for being with us. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, brother Tariq. Uh, may Allah's peace, mercy, and blessings be upon you. Thank you very much for having me. Jazakumullahu khairan. Ameen. Ameen. And, and Adnan, I know a, a couple of years back, actually, meaningfully, we worked together on uh, the uh, shortly after what happened in New Zealand. Um, we, we did uh, a program uh, at the art gallery and kind of we, we meaningfully connected there and then later on on the, uh, the, uh, the Muslim Care Center. And uh, so for those that aren't aware of yourself and, and Bridging Gaps Foundation, perhaps you could introduce yourself, kind of your journey to, to uh, Bridging Gaps and your personal vision and mission uh, of the work of, of Dean and, and really uh, bringing Islam to, to the public. Yeah, um, you know, first of all, I'm, I'm glad you reminded me of uh, how, how you and I connected uh, I think uh, the, um, the gathering, the prayer gathering that was organized uh, uh, right after the Christchurch attack, I think that was the first uh, sort of a program or a project or an initiative that you and I uh, collaborated on together along with many uh, other dedicated brothers and sisters. Uh, and I think uh, for me, uh, I think that, that specific event was a turning point uh, in, in, in Vancouver's history as well, where uh, Muslims felt comfortable in praying outdoors and uh, and and uh, talking to a large number of people who stopped by to show their solidarity and also learn about Islam. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you took me down the memory lane. Um, yeah, and and I will say you you just brought up a memory, Hafiz Hamadullah and the Adhan, the beautiful Adhan in the courtyard of the art gallery. It felt like being in 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 how to it, it it felt it felt so uh, overwhelming and I, I was uh, overcome with emotion and very grateful to to pray in in, in congregation uh, there in, in the public was 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 a, a seminal moment for me. Uh, absolutely, and you know I remember because because um, we were arranging all the mics and all the speakers and uh, we were worried if the speakers are going to be loud enough. Um, and, you know, before, because I think, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't arranged something like this before. So I don't know the capacity of these speakers and the volume and density and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, how does it work out with the space that we have? And up until the moment the Azan started, I, I still had my doubts if, if it will be audible enough. And lo and behold, when, uh, when uh, our brother Hamadullah uh, started his event. It was it was loud and clear uh, across multiple blocks. I had people who were down, you know, driving down or on a completely different street behind the art gallery. And later on, they wouldn't they weren't very sure what was going on. But then uh, later through discussion, they're like, "Oh, you know, we heard the event." So it was it was loud and clear. Alhamdulillah, it was a great uh, great uh, um, great showcase of. Um, what Muslims stand for and what Islam is all about. Uh, because I think uh, Imam Yahya Momla, he did a really fantastic job during that event on speaking about Islamic law, which I think, uh, which I think is something that is often misrepresented, misunderstood. 
and I think uh, I should I should really I want I want to I want to point it out. I think that was a very great job that he did uh, in 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 sharing a very powerful message about the about the Islamic law. And you know that 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 topic, this specific topic, is exactly why is exactly what drives me as a as a person, and is exactly what drives uh, Bridging Gaps Foundation as a, as an organization. Uh, and I think this is a perfect segue into into your question uh, about about myself and and bridging gaps. So um, um, you know, I going going back to the very roots. I was born in Saudi Arabia. My my family is from Kashmir. Um, uh, you know, as I as I grew up, uh, you know, we were in a fairly religious household. But as I grew up, my um, my awareness about about my responsibilities towards God increased. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be surrounded by a company of uh, good friends and individuals who reminded me of Allah, who reminded me of my purpose of life, and who reminded me about my responsibilities and duties towards, uh, towards community and towards people. Uh, and I think this awareness was really um, leveraged in a positive way when I went for my bachelor's in, in Malaysia where we had a you know, very good Islamic society that was run by students, a mosque that was run by students on campus. And uh, I think I had the opportunity to really uh, you know, experience uh, a community life um, in a way that was uh, not tainted by any one culture, because you know, as, a, as, a, as a multicultural university, you have students from all over the world uh, you know, and bachelor students have all just left home. Everyone's starting out a new life. So it's a very interesting atmosphere. It's a very interesting culture. Uh, and, 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 and universities in general are a, are a platform where, you know, people are very eager to share ideas, learn new things, question things, um, uh, and, 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 and get ready for the real world. And that's where I had a, I had a, I had a chance to, um, you know, engage in a lot of outreach when it comes to bridging the gap between Muslims and non-Muslims. That was something that I felt uh, drawn to and I, and, I, and I had the fortunate experience of uh, meeting good teachers uh, and good friends who uh, really uh, helped me um, you know, gain as much knowledge of Islam uh, as, as I could at that time and also have the experience to engage with people uh, in, a, in a respectful, compassionate, intellectually and spiritually rich way. Uh, and after my bachelor's, you know, I moved to I moved to Canada in Kelowna uh, uh, at, at UBC, University of British Columbia, Okanagan campus. I got involved with the Muslim Student Association. And that's where I realized uh, Canada has a huge gap. And I should say BC in specific or Kelowna it, to be very, very specific at that point in time, because I hadn't experienced much of BC. Um, and, you know, uh, we started, you know, organizing different programs and different events to, uh, you know, bridge that gap and, and essentially educate uh, people about Islam uh, and, and clarify their misconceptions and allow people to, allow people to uh, experience and understand a path, a journey uh, towards achieving a higher state of God consciousness. 
um, a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people have questions about uh, questions about, you know, have questions that are that are bigger, and that are of existential importance. Questions like, why am I here? Who created me? Where am I headed? Uh, what is the purpose of everything? Why do why do why does why does good exist? Why does bad exist? Uh, does life itself have some intrinsic, uh, fundamental meaning and value? Uh, and I believe uh, Islam has answers to these questions. And I believe Islam uh, is a faith that is intellectually and spiritually rich. So. Um, you know, with the help of a lot of uh, community members, we launched different programs like Meet a Muslim uh, to engage with people in a, in a respectful way and, uh, uh, and share these, these, this information with them. Uh, you know, Allah says in the Quran, uh, let there arise out of you a group of people uh, who call to good, who enjoin good and forbid evil. Uh, and 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 our goal was to be from those be from that group of people uh, who enjoined good and forbid evil, and we wanted to do that ourselves and invite humanity uh, to forbidding evil. And that is the vision. That is the vision of Bridging Gaps Foundation, uh, and and that is when Bridging Gaps Foundation was officially formed into a registered nonprofit organization, uh, and and from then you know. Uh, you know, we, we grew, I moved to Vancouver, we organized more programs, the team, uh, team, uh, team expanded as well. Uh, and, and, and we're still, you know, uh, trying new things, trying new projects, trying new ways of reaching out to people. And, 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 and we have a specific focus on operating at a grassroots level. Uh, we, we focus, we focus on that. And, and one thing I, I will say, uh, based on your, your passion uh, and your leadership and conviction, uh, like a lot of these programs are very hard to, to pull off because it's getting decision makers on multiple levels, volunteers and, and promoting uh, the activities. And obviously when, when we're doing a lot of this work, it, it, there's some roadblocks, criticism, et cetera. But, but I will say, from my standpoint, I've seen you persevere and really uh, programs like uh, 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 where you had open mosque day, where you had people come visit the mosque across British Columbia, or, or as you said, meet a Muslim or uh, the, the program Jesus in Islam. So all of these require multiple levels of organization and leadership. And perhaps you could talk about your your kind of philosophy of organizing volunteers and, and putting programs together and some of the impact of Open Mosque Day, of Jesus in Islam, of Meet a Muslim, to, to talk about some anecdotal stories about the volunteers as well as the, the people that you've spoken to. Yeah, so one thing I will say is I, I, don't, think, I don't think I have good leadership qualities. Um, I am learning. I don't consider myself to be a leader. I am, I, one thing that I am really passionate about is, uh, and this is a big, a big focus area within Bridging Gaps, that is to create opportunities and platforms for Muslims to contribute in a positive way. 
a big, big focus of Bridging Gaps is to create uh, Muslim leaders and to create opportunities where people can apply their skills uh, that are in line with our vision. So I consider myself to be a servant for servant of any individual who sees or who has an inclination uh, and an alignment to our vision, which is to empower and invite humanity to enjoy good and forbid evil. And, and, and for, if I have the capacity and the ability to create a platform for them and support them in excelling, that that is something uh, that is something which that is something which gives me a satisfaction I can I can't fully put into words. So I don't consider myself to be a, a leader in that sense. I am uh, I, I I I love to support people. I and 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 I you know I make my mistakes. I learn from them and I move on. Uh, you know, in terms of perseverance, in terms of uh, what what. How, how we manage things or how, how we manage things. Um, there's one of my teachers, one of my mentors, Sheikh Martasim uh, Al-Hamidi, uh, who, who, who I've been working very closely uh, for the past uh, few years. Uh, he mentioned something which is very powerful. And I think that, 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 that anyone who understands and internalizes this concept will, will have a completely different perspective on life. And, and the, way he, the way he put it was, was this, everything, every experience that we go through in life, anything that happens to us, any, 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 any experience that we go through in life is a way how Allah, our creator, communicates with us. Every experience is a conversation with Allah. What happens to us is Allah conversing with us, Allah talking to us through that experience. And how we react back is our response to that conversation. So when things don't work out or you know, when things are challenging, that is, that is Allah talking to us in a way which, ways, which we sometimes don't fully comprehend. We don't fully comprehend the wisdom in it. We don't fully comprehend the meaning behind it. But if, if we as Muslims rely and understand this concept that nothing in life is random and everything is precisely and perfectly planned by Allah, and Allah is the most wise, he is the most wise, he is the most knowledgeable, he is the most merciful, he is the most powerful, he is all watching, he is taking care of us. We understand everything that is, we understand that everything that is happening to us is for us and not against us. And when things feel challenging, when things feel they're not the way we want them to be, I think, uh, uh, in a good state of Iman, it's, it's not too difficult to take a step back and just submit to God and react in the best way possible because our reaction at the end is our reaction back to Allah, to, to any experience that we have. So I think, I think this, this, sort of a, this sort of a way of, way of uh, being is something that helps, will help anyone who enters the role of uh, uh, of, of managing different aspects. And uh, so that, that's one aspect. The other aspect I would mention uh, is when we set up a vision uh, and, 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 and that vision is for a greater cause. And there is nothing greater than a cause that is purely and sincerely 
for the sake of Allah. Um, then it's, it's, it's easier to persevere. Once you internalize that something that you're doing is for the sake of Allah and you find some level of clarity within yourself, uh, it's, 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 it's easier to just persevere and keep moving forward and always being in the mindset of finding solutions and not necessarily focusing on challenges. Uh, but then again, you know, I have my, I have my limitations and, and I know I have uh, fallen, fallen back uh, on, on, uh, on the words that I'm saying right now, but uh, ideally I hope to be uh, a good representation of what I've just mentioned, of being in a constant state of tawakkul, uh, on a constant state of relying on God uh, and, 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 and realizing that there is no true power except his uh, and if I do something sincerely for him, Allah will help me uh, achieve this. There's a famous saying of a, of a, of a, of a, of a companion, I believe, of, a, of, of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It's not companion, if it's one of the righteous predecessors, and I, and I forget the name, but I think it's uh, Muad ibn Jabal, but I could be wrong. Uh, you know, it is, it is in reference to the hadith of Prophet Sallallahu where Prophet Sallallahu says, you know, there will be a lot of uh, sects within Islam, and then uh, the one uh, the one that is saved is the one who sticks to the to the to the jamaah. Uh, and you know, the Sahabi was asked, or this companion, or the Stabiin, uh, or the Salaf uh, was asked, uh, uh, "What if we don't find anyone? What if we don't find anyone who's upon the truth? Who's the jamaah then? Who's the congregation? Who's the group then?" And he said in response that. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, you are the jama'ah, you are the group uh, if you're upon the truth and you're by yourself. And I think uh, this, when I, when, I, when I heard this, I, I understood it in a different way at that time, but it has really helped me uh, move forward where if I feel there is not enough support around me uh, and, I, and I truly feel what I'm doing is, is right and it's for the sake of God, uh, lack of support or um, things going wrong, uh, I, I, I don't let it affect me uh, because I realize if I'm upon the truth, that itself, the truth itself is enough. Um, so like these are some, these are some, some points that have helped me, uh, you know. And, and, and I will say like at the other project we connected on with the Muslim Care Center, and going back to uh, July 2019, when uh, you know like-minded people came together, different leaders and different uh, 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 concerned uh, people that wanted to do something to help uh, the people in need on the 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 downtown east side, uh, with which became the Muslim Care Center, and that initial very positive meeting of of unity. Of, 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 of an intention to do something, like you said, a pure intention that we want to help people for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everybody, um, uh, by having this forum or this venue uh, to be able to, to, uh, to provide food. And uh, again, not necessarily knowing uh, the budget or how the project was going to kind of have legs or who is going to be involved or who is going to help or where the food was going to come from. But I believe because of that group intention and the the energy the unity of hearts 
um, it, it 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 launched, and and as I'm sure uh, you and I were were there in the beginning, that that uh, kind of force of Allah subhanahu wa taala's help helping this project, um, where resources came, uh, people came, um, food came, and and the impact, which was initially intended to uh, give food uh, uh, a couple three days a week. Uh, became even the lofty goal of daily food distribution very quickly. And so from your perspective, maybe share based on that original meeting to kind of how it progressed in the first few months. And, and I think credit where credit is due with a lot of the energy and effort that, that you were able to put in as well to, to bring in the systems, the people and resources as well to, to kind of the initial launch. Perhaps you can just echoing uh, what you said even before discussing the Muslim Care Center of this philosophy of a unified intention purely for the sake of Allah, how the good work can flourish. Yeah, Brother Tariq, you've, uh, you've, you've, uh, you've mentioned the, um, the most important thing that was involved in that project, which was uh, a group of people came together and everyone sincerely wanted to work for the sake of Allah. And I think at that time, every single one of us, uh, you know, visualized Muslim Care Center as another platform where we can all fulfill uh, the purpose of our life. And in that case, the purpose of our life, the fulfillment of our purpose of life was through service and was through uh, servicing, you know, the community of downtown Eastside not just not just the, not just of their physical needs but also of their spiritual needs um and uh, you know to this date i i can't fully answer uh you know what were the right steps that were taken in uh in uh, in, in in putting all the systems in place because the resources just uh just glided into our laps and i think all the group had done at that time, all the brothers and sisters and the, you know, uh, uh, everyone who got involved at that time, all we truly did was uh, made a sincere intention in doing something for the sake of Allah uh, and having a ambitious vision. Uh, and everything else just came into place. And I remember, uh, you know, we we even started our food distribution a day or two before we actually took on the lease, uh, yes. because everyone was just eager in in doing doing these things. And you know, this is this is one thing that I've noticed when people uh, have 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 made true true sincere intentions. Uh, you will you always notice a sense of eagerness, uh, and a sense of rushing towards doing good deeds. And this is this is what we find in the Quran. And, as well, uh, Allah talks about people who rush to do good things. Um, and and brother, to be honest, you know, I I didn't do much. I I, you know, had the intention. I conveyed the intention and the vision to our community members, to people around me, uh, to people who you know who were volunteering with us already in different dawah projects. And alhamdulillah, you know, Allah has placed goodness in everybody's hearts, and. This goodness that is in our, in our in us recognizes good. So when others saw a opportunity to do good, uh, you know the the faith in our hearts 
you know, it, it makes us rush towards doing good. And that's what happened. You know, people jumped on board and, uh, uh, and just made everything possible. You know, the daily distribution and, and, and in the beginning phases of Muslim care center, things were more challenging because we had to uh, buy food on a daily basis. Alhamdulillah, towards the end of Muslim care center, you know, the inventory was stocked for months, but in the initial few weeks, uh, it was, you know, buying it daily, making the food daily. Um, uh, we didn't have a fridge at that time, so things had to be fresh. Um, and given away right away. Given away right away. And, and you know, on the first two, three days, I, I think we, we did 100, 102 sandwiches, something along that along those lines. And within the next, uh, next week, we were already hitting 300, 400. And one of the weekends, we distributed over 1,000 uh, packs of food. And this was coupled, and this was coupled with getting to know people. This was coupled with getting to know people as we are handing out food, uh, and and engaging with them in at at at, at a level of humanity. Uh, alhamdulillah, I think you know, um, as Muslims, you know, Allah teaches in the Quran that when you do something good, you know, a, a true sense in a, in a true sense, you don't even expect a thank you in return. We expect our reward from God. And I think the people who were helping out with Muslim Care Center, the, the volunteers as we as we called them, uh, I think they were not volunteers, they were ambassadors of Islam. And these ambassadors of Islam truly reflected a truly reflected the spirit of Islam in downtown Eastside when it came to preparing for food, when it came to uh, connecting with people, when it came to talking to them about Islam. Um, and I remember during one of our food preparation meetings, uh, we discussed the concept of ihsan, the concept of excellence. And uh, I think it was a few weeks into uh, the operation of uh, Muslim Care Center, and I had gotten tired cutting and slicing bread. You know, because slicing bread, I, I realized it's not it's not something I'm yeah. super passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not something. Uh, it's not my calling. <laughs> so, so you know, uh, so the morale, my personal morale for cutting bread specifically was a little, little on the low side. And I don't remember what the discussion specifically was, but we discussed the concept of Ihsan. We discussed that, you know, Allah, we as Muslims, we hope that through our submission to Allah, our hearts are filled with Iman. And eventually we enter a state of excellence, a state of ihsan. And what we were talking about uh, during, during that uh, you know, food preparation meeting was if we can't have ihsan, excellence, in cutting bread, how can we expect ihsan in other aspects of our lives? And that discussion was very powerful. I still remember that discussion. And, and, uh, and what, was, what was amazing was, again, um, how the how the systems the the food and 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 obviously the challenges of unsliced bread and and I will say I would say probably the seminal moment when the sign went up that said Muslim Care Center that was designed by Brother Adi Haider, uh, mashallah, beautiful with our collaboration and the in in input uh, respectively when that sign went up and I think we as the Muslim community and me speaking for myself uh, to be uh, a prominent sign 
on, on a building on the downtown east side that we are as a Muslim community in the mix with the general public to help with society's ills. And, and I think all the volunteers uh, coming together under our own banner, I think that was a powerful statement that, that our work with our Muslim brand uh, on top of our work, I, I thought that was just, for me, very impactful. Whenever I drive by, it, it warms my heart to see that sign. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, the sign, and also when we uh, when we when we prepared uh, the prayer area inside. Yes, uh, yes. You know, um, it was it was amazing. You know, uh, we got we got carpets, then we got additional books. You know, f you know, we didn't continue this for long, but uh, uh, for some time we had, uh, you know, we had. Uh, uh, reminder sessions after after some salah after you know after the food preparation done after we've prayed you know we used to open uh, I believe it was a copy of Riyadh al-Sabihin or a copy of Sahih Bukhari I can't remember now um, and we used to read read uh, a few hadiths from it uh, and uh, you know brothers like Kyle brother Ali uh, some sisters um, you know, they were regulars and, and uh, we would all remind each other uh, of Allah and of our responsibilities to Allah. And I think during uh, Muslim Care Center, in parallel to Muslim Care Center, our efforts with Media Muslim were really ramping up uh, in, in downtown. And, uh, and it was just during that time, uh, you know, we, we started uh, organizing Media Muslim, which is our, um, which is our, uh, our, you know, previously Media Muslim was always called our street dawah uh, program. But now I think it has turned into a street dawah program. Plus we have a really good online presence now whereby we, we connect with people all across BC online through social media and through our website, mediamuslim.ca and our Facebook page, uh, Media Muslim. Uh, so Media Muslim is our public-facing outreach program, uh, which has this, you know, in-person, street-level uh, aspect to it, and an online presence to it as well. And, and, we and, I, and sorry to interrupt, and and I would just add one more point, not not just to the the Media Muslim team and and the Muslim Care Center, the care respectively, in all the volunteers. So not only in helping everybody else, but to keep the hearts united and the morale of our own team and the people that are volunteering with us. I think just that that is worthy of, 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 of reference again uh, is, is the work on not only on ourselves, but, but those of uh, the Muslim community that came together with us for these various projects. Uh, I completely agree. And um, I think sometimes, you know, uh, there are thousands thousands th thousands and thousands of planes they take off uh, every day but it's only the ones uh, that crash that make it to the news and I think that's the case with the Muslim community as well uh, sometimes we forget to appreciate the hundreds and thousands of good things done by Muslims uh, on a daily basis 
or, or millions, millions of acts or billions of acts of goodness that our community does, and it gets drowned out by a, a, a tiny fraction of, 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 of the greater Muslim population. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I think, I think I'm, I'm glad that you, you, you know, you, uh, you, you, you stressed on this point, because uh, I think we should both take a moment, moment to uh, thank Muslims uh, of the mainland and by extension Muslims all around the world for the immense amount of good that is out there and the the you know and I, brother Tarek you know you and I have both met hundreds of Muslims just locally who were helping us through uh, who are helping us in our different projects and they want to, they want to stay anonymous and they don't they, want, they don't want to be mentioned and these are individuals who who've helped financially, or who have helped, uh, you know, in, in physically, or 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 in different ways. And uh, you know, their names are not on a on a banner, or their names are not you know highlighted in social media. But their contributions will uh, will 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 inshallah inshallah have an eternal impact on them and on others. Agreed, and and the sincerity of hearts, uh, and to be in the company of of, of uh, blessed people, it's an honor and a privilege. And as you said, we're like servants of Dean, and to be with other people that that serve Dean, that is the greatest reward. Yeah, yeah, uh, agreed, agreed. So, um, I, I, I uh, you asked me about uh, media, Muslim and Jesus and Islam, and I never got to got to those uh, those topics. Uh, and I think Muslim Care Center is closely related to, uh, is very, uh, very, very much in line with um, the objectives, the greater objectives of these other projects, Meet a Muslim, Jesus in Islam, Open Mosque Day, uh, which is to uh, serve uh, humanity's needs. Um, and and that's, what, that's what all the other programs are, are, are about. They're, they're about serving humanity's uh, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual needs. Um, when we, uh, as a team, set up a uh, meet a Muslim outreach station, or when we connect with someone online, and they have questions about Islam, we realize um, not every question about Islam is purely of an intellectual nature. Uh, questions, uh, you know, curiosities, uh, rhetoric, they all have an emotional and a spiritual element to it. And that's what we hope to do. We hope to, uh, through our programs, connect and remind humanity about God in a way that brings about a harmony of our physical, our emotional, our intellectual, and our spiritual states of, uh, of, of existence. Um, as Muslims, we believe Islam is the uh, way of life chosen by God, uh, a road, the road to salvation, uh, the, the, the um, completed uh, uh, you know, way of life uh, as, as revealed by God. Uh, and, and our goal with these projects is to connect with humanity and, uh, and, just, and just share information. 
um, and, 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 and build strong relationships with the community uh, so we can we can create a much better and much better and much flourishing environment for all for Muslims and non-Muslims um, with the with the growing um, with the growing rate of Islamophobia in the community the need for such programs is is, is also great uh, because it's only through education and and genuine uh, uh, you know, mutual understanding. Can we create a safer, safer community? And and, and even e sorry to interrupt. That even like uh, I've seen some of the booths like uh, near Science World uh, at the library um, on Robson Street. And and uh, the the shocking thing, as as we know, the in general public, a lot of people in the various outreaches that I've been. Uh, able to be a part of uh, in the various uh, work we we do similarly is uh, is a lot of people claim they've never met Muslims before and and with meet a Muslim and uh, and the way that uh, with with the team that 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 has come together uh, on these projects that to to be that face to speak about Islam and to be an actual Muslim that somebody could speak to and whatever their concerns or worries or fears about you know any, any number of things that muslims trying to implement sharia law in, in, in north america or female genital mutilation or or you know all these kind of nonsensical things that for whatever reason the general public believes because of uh, online uh, uh content that is uh, designed and and uh, and uh, and written to to really uh anger uh and 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 create an anger and bias and hate towards muslims yeah and this is what we notice uh in many of our outreach programs is um you know first uh a lot of people haven't fully interacted properly with muslims some of them have never met muslims uh and as such there's often a fear of unknown um then the limited you know, information that people have about Islam is through uh, non-Islamic sources, uh, which 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 means uh, you know uh, it they haven't done justice. It doesn't. Do, they haven't done justice to the to the to the topic of Islam. Um, and and it is a very powerful image when people have the opportunity to genuinely meet Muslims who welcome all sorts of questions uh, and who are there to engage with people one-on-one -on -one and give them full attention in a safe, productive, constructive space, um, it has an impact. It has a, it has a very powerful impact. Um, and, and I think, uh, you know, the, 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 the credit goes to the many uh, Muslims, men and women who take the time out on a weekly basis, and for some individuals, multiple multiple times during the week, uh, to to come out and face uh, stand in public, and it can be you know it can be it can be a little you know uh, intimidating for some people uh, to you know just put yourself out there in front of public and be open to any sort of reaction. And alhamdulillah, you know, uh, praise be to Allah that most of the reaction that we get is positive and people show a genuine curiosity. But but you know. This is, I think, this is the time when I would even 
call out any uh, non-Muslim viewer that may be watching this this podcast is to um, is to is to reach out to Muslims and ask them about Islam, and not just not just ask them about Islam from a technical academic purposes like what do you believe in you know what are the five pillars of Islam you know what are the rituals of Islam not not that sort of, not those sort of questions but questions that reflect a transformation questions that have a deeper effect on one's state of being what does islam mean to you what does islam how does islam create a harmony between your physical emotional intellectual and spiritual states how does islam allow you to connect and have a relationship with the creator and the creation what does islam how does islam allow you to connect with our past and by our past i mean are the scriptures of the past are the people uh, like muhammad jesus moses abraham uh, and many other prophets may, may allah have peace and mercy on all of them how does I mean, islam as a, as a way of life allow you to connect with your legacy these are these are really really good you know big and very important questions uh, and and anyone who uh, spends some time investigating into it will realize that you know islam is is the way of life that transcends human subjectivity and offers guidelines on how anyone can achieve uh, true balance between our physical our intellectual and our spiritual uh, dimensions under the light of divine attributes uh, that and, and 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 that islam is a way of life that guides us to live in love and awe of the creator uh, it guides us to surrender to god's divine will and achieve god consciousness and self awareness as a result um islam uh, is 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 the path of all the prophets and messengers such as muhammad jesus moses abraham and and others may may allah have peace and mercy upon them uh, i mean it is and it is, and, and and the stories and their their human stories although they were prophets and 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 they were messengers of allah but the stories of the challenges that they faced and the struggles that they went through to help us to understand and relate to them as we are human beings and as believers to see uh, the challenges of, of how these, these great prophets, uh, and I think as part of the, the great work to, to really explain to people through the stories of the, the, the Ambiya, the prophets, uh, peace be upon them. And, and, and those stories are so compelling and powerful uh, as they are examples and guides for mankind. Uh, very true. And this is what Allah says in the Quran, uh, that these stories are there um, uh, so that we can take lessons. We can take lessons from them. And, and you know, contemplating on some of these stories and, and the lives of uh, these giants that we, that we just named, um, they have a direct impact on our lives. They have a direct impact on our lives. Uh, be the story of Jesus or be the story of, of, of Yusuf, of Joseph, alayhi uh, salam, may Allah have, uh, may Allah, you know, send his peace and blessings on, 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 on him. Um, I mean, we, 
we we learn many things. I mean, it's just story of Yusuf salam is extremely powerful in realizing that that how a innocent man who goes through many different struggles in life, being separated from his father, uh, being sold into slavery, being accused of something wrong, being put in prison, and yet even after then, when you know, as the as the story mentions, when being asked. Uh, about certain dreams by by his fellow prisoners, he reminds them to be grateful to God, in a state wow. where he is being you know consistently oppressed and he's 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 in the prison, um, and he's reminding others to be grateful to God. What a state of being that is, right? What a state of being that is, and um, after all the injustice and the slander, and the lies, and yet. His 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 call is is for uh, gratitude and 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 patience and 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 those are again, like you said, those those stories of, of our, our our prophets uh, of that mercy, that compassion, that generosity, that care, that worry, that concern, that that the helping hand to humanity, not only with words but with physical and material help. I, I think all those examples serve to kind of thousands of years later to, 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 to help guide our lives. Absolutely. And uh, absolutely. And, and this is why, you know, projects like Muslim Care Center are extremely important because they fill a specific need in the community. And then projects like Meet a Muslim, Jesus in Islam, Open Mosque Day, uh, who is Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, then we have at Bridging Gaps, we have other, you know, programs such as Pursuit of Piety, which is a uh, education-focused, uh, uh, you know, short courses. All these, all these projects, you know, they they fill a gap. They fill they fill a gap or a void uh, that that we need to live a complete human experience, not devoid of our spirituality. And coming back to coming back to uh, the story of uh, Yusuf Salam, Joseph. Uh, when Joseph uh, Yusuf was asked by his uh, prison inmates about a certain dream, he was asked to interpret uh, their dream, and he said, you know, um, that, you know, uh, he said the knowledge of these interpretation of dream is something that my God has taught me, uh, and then instead of you know replying back and interpreting their dreams right away, he initially talks about how he followed the faith of his forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, Yaqub. And then he reminds them that it is not right for us to associate anything with God in worship. Um, and, and this monotheism, this true path of monotheism is God's grace upon us uh, and, and upon humanity. And then he tells them that most people are not grateful. Now, this, uh, you know, if on, 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 on some contemplation, this allows us to understand and prioritize our work. And it allows us to understand that reminding people uh, to not associate partners uh, with God in, in, in worship, in gratitude, in ultimate love, in ultimate devotion is a very important task. And that that's what bridging gaps is all about brother talik if you were to ask me what bridging gaps is all about it's about this 
It is about reminding people of who they truly are at their core, who Allah is, and what our roles and responsibilities are uh, in, in living this life, in living a complete human experience. And, and to engage, and to meet, and to break bread, and to talk with others, the Muslims, non-Muslims, and, and, and really through our words and our actions is really the, 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 the powerful expression of who we are and what our belief is. And, and especially it is challenging, as you said, being at the, at the library in the public, it's, it's a vulnerable situation, even like you said, on Robson street or, or by yeah. science world and, and challenges and criticism. And, and there are people legitimately, there are some people that misunderstand Islam. Some people dislike Islam, but sadly there are people that hate Muslims and they hate Islam for whatever they've read about Islam mm -hmm. and Muslims online or, or in their social circle. And, uh, and I think, I do believe in Canada, in British Columbia, the city of Vancouver, I do believe that if the people get to meet Muslims, get to know uh, the majority, the vast majority, I would say uh, virtually 99.999% of Muslims are, mashallah, very good people, very uh, upstanding people in society, society by getting to meet through the work that is so powerfully that the teams that, that, that have been brought together under, under these different banners of meet a Muslim and uh, Jesus and Islam and uh, who is Prophet Salah I think, I think that engagement is the first step is who's ready to take the first step of understanding to say, yes, I, I want to speak to you and, and share with you who we are, who we really are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing I would mention here is that, you know, um, Islam, Islam is not a, Islam is not a religion. Islam is is a way of life. Um, being Muslim is 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 a state of being. It 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 it, it, it impacts a complete. It impacts existence as as a whole. Uh, being a Muslim is not about, you know, specific rituals that are done in a mosque. Being Muslim is a state of. Sub being in submission to God at all times, whether that is paying for coffee at Tim Hortons or whether that is praying in, 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 in a mosque. The state and how we carry ourselves in every, every aspect of our life, that is what being a Muslim is. Uh, if you're able to humble ourselves and enter a state of sincere submission to the divine will, that is a state of Islam. Uh, and, and that is what, that's what we aspire to, to achieve. Um, and, and this is where, you know, Brothatic, I think uh, I, I do really want to mention and encourage, uh, you know, your viewers to um, look up Bridging Gaps Foundation, look up the work that we're doing. Uh, you know, one of our biggest focus areas right now is to expand our teams. Um, and, and, and we've gone through some uh, strategic changes in our vision in how we uh, operate uh, with our programs um, and and the biggest focus area right now is to expand the team and and allow and work one one-on-one -on -one with our team members to ensure that they are in a role that is true to their inner potential and that they feel completely and fully supported uh, alhamdulillah, you know, past uh, past few 
uh, month, we've uh, been working on a, uh, on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a program for new Muslims. And we've started to roll out services for uh, you know, new Muslims in, in BC, specifically Vancouver for now. Um, and and you know, we, we definitely need more and more Muslims to uh, step up uh, and assist fellow new Muslims who've, who've accepted Islam. Um, so through your platform, I wanna, I wanna reach out to uh, you know, the, the, the audience and uh, uh, invite them to uh, you know, connect with me or connect with uh, the team at Bridging Gap Foundation and see how they may be able to uh, fit into a role where they can enjoin good and forbid evil through uh, one or many of our projects. I think you're muted, brother Tariq. I, I don't know if you if you said something. Oh, my apologies. Sorry. No. Uh, we'll we'll edit that piece. Uh, what I was saying was the the uh, the contact email uh, and the best way to connect with if somebody wants to get a hold of you directly. Uh, the best way to uh, connect uh, with the Bridging Gaps Foundation uh, is number one, our Facebook page. It's called Bridging Gaps Foundation. Uh, if someone's interested in connecting with our Meet a Muslim program, our Facebook page is Meet a Muslim. Uh, the best email address to reach out to would be info at bridginggapsfoundation.org. So that is info at bridginggapsfoundation.org. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Alhamdulillah, you know, I think we've got a good a strategy in place for onboarding uh, new team members and uh, working with them one by one, one on one, uh, to ensure ensure uh, ensure that we help them become good leaders. Uh, and all the work that is done will just be a consequence of uh, of, uh, of 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 a team that is united and that has uh, intentions to do good. For the sake of Allah, all the work Amen. will just be will, will just be a consequence. Things will things will just flow, uh, just like how you know in the in the beginning things were just flowing with Muslim Care Center. And 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 obviously on that note, uh, I know in addition to what we've discussed, we, we both of us we we wear different hats for different uh, other projects as well, and it it is overwhelming at times, but at the same time it is uh, heartening, and and it does feed the soul that. Uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we keep helping our Muslim brother, he will keep helping us. And we keep helping people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps helping us. So it does, uh, although at times I'm sure uh, your schedule is very busy, our, all of our respective schedules are busy, the responsibilities are enormous, but, uh, but there is a peace and tranquility even in the midst of what seems to be uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, uh, deliverables. Uh I completely agree. And, uh, you know, uh, as we know from, from, from our faith, if we leave something for the sake of Allah, Allah will replace it with something better. Um, we know this, we know this to be true. And this is what I've experienced in my life. Uh, uh, anything that we sacrifice uh, for the sake of Allah, Allah replaces it with 
something much better. And if we don't get to see that in this world, we will get to see it in the hereafter and that will be better for us. Um, and and this, is, this is where I think uh, you and I both realize the need for more and more Muslims to step up and you know, work for the sake of community. And it has, to, there's so many different projects out in the community and, uh, and you know, there are things that, that align with, you know, people's interest in different ways. Uh, we always need more and more people to come out and support the existing, the various different existing programs in the, in the community. And, and with, with unity, mutual respect and love and all the hearts united, Alhamdulillah, we see how the work flourishes. And Anon, I, I want to thank you. I'm grateful to have worked with you previously, currently, and in the future. And uh, looking forward to uh, how Allah Spantel opens up uh, the, the, the doors of his mercy and his doors of his uh, uh, awakening in, 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 in our community and elsewhere of, of the beauty of, of what our faith is all about. So I want to thank you again. Jazakallah khair for joining us and taking the time to to share with everybody the great work that uh, all the various programs that 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 uh, meet a muslim uh, uh, open mosque day uh, who's the prophet they summon jesus and islam and many others and and how mashallah with with everyone's great work and your work uh that that we're we're serving to make positive change so thank you again for having me thank you for your kind words uh, thank you for always being there in the community. Uh, I think one of these days, uh, someone needs to uh, switch up and and uh, interview interview you for the podcast. Uh, 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 they, for, they, 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 they may get bored and, and turn us out. So, but no, uh, I, I I don't think so, Brother Tarek. I think uh, the amount of work that you've done, uh, you know, I can only. <laughs> I can only aspire. I can only aspire to. No, you know, to to be honest, uh, like although you're younger than me, but I, I do look up to the the work that uh, you know our community does, and and people like yourself. It's grateful to be in your company, and others that you know. At the end of the day, our dean is so precious and valuable, and those of us that are uh, doing our, our our efforts, however, uh, it's accepted by all this panthal. It's it's grateful to be in such company. Likewise, barakallahu Thank you again, Adnan. Jazakallah.